American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man, the plan, the one and only, the one and only, John Malika. And with us, as always, is video producer Greg, the rock, the foundation himself. <laughs> Gentlemen, we are here with being in a weird place where there could be an eighth seed because <laughs> of the events that happened on Monday night. So let's just... Start off with that for Demar Hamlin. It's great to hear that he's awake, that he is, you know, doing well, that he's progressing in the right direction. Uh, shout out to the Cincinnati Hospital that's taking care of him right now. Shout out to everyone who's been by his side. Uh, prayers up for him and his family that hopefully he continues to just recover at a good rate, that he's able to go back to the life that he had prior to that injury because Monday night, man, that was a scary incident. You know, you have the TV on, you see him make a routine tackle. He goes down and it was scary that he gets back up and then he faints and they were performing CPR on him for nine minutes. They had to rush the ambulance out there. Uh, you had Denny Kellington, who was the Bills, uh, athletic trainer who was performing CPR, you know. Shout out to him for, for, for knowing what to do in that moment. He is a key factor for why Hamlin is progressing the way that he is, but nothing but prayers for that man and his family and his friends and everyone around him because football is a dangerous sport. You know, at the end of the day, we're all human. You know, it's humans playing, uh, a vicious sport where Essentially, it's everyone out there to kill each other. I mean, there's so many references to war when you go out there to play football. And when you watch somebody go down like that, you, there's nothing that you think about but more than them recovering. Because that, like I said, at the end of the day, we're all human. We all just want the best for each other. We should want the best for each other. There's some, there's some psychos out there, but we should want the best for each other. And it's just glad, I'm just glad that he's, healing yeah for sure i mean the, side note those psychos are in minnesota and they're cheering and doing skull chains when q will is hurt that's for that's for another day uh, uh yeah it, monday night was crazy thank god we're here now um shout out to damar hamlin he's a man but shout out to he's a football guy bro you talk about hopefully he comes back he's asking who won the game uh dude is a man uh he know he's you know every not only the lights home like they mentioned but um he knows everything that's going on, which is cool. So he's good to go. The Bills are good to go. They're giving thumbs up everywhere today. Uh, the same people we saw crying, Josh Allen, Trey White. They're giving thumbs up. Uh, they're ready to play for three. So here we are, bro. And I mean, talk about shout out to, Jam- to, to Mar Hamlin and people that came together, right? Everyone was cool. The Bengals were cool. 
Um, Sean McDermott is going to be one of my favorite coaches ever, forever now. Uh, honestly, the Bengals are cool for being told in my, I guess, conspiracy, you want to call it, that they have to start playing. And they're like, all right, I guess we just have to start, you know, warming up. And they just like started warming up. And then Zach Taylor, like, wanted to go see what McDermott thought. And then he just listened to whatever they wanted. And now Burrow today talking about, we're just going to do whatever the Bills want. Like I shout out to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? They just do what they're told to the NFL. Then they just do whatever the Bills want. Like, like the Bengals handled it perfectly. The Bills handled it perfectly. Everybody handled it as well as possible. I agree that it was the safest place on earth besides a hospital is a football field, which is crazy, uh, to think about when it comes to like medical services. So it is cool. But yo, if DeMar Hamlin gives us the almighty eight seed, I mean, what a week in football it went from that crazy, awful, terrible game for the New York Jets to the crazy, terrible, awful, horrific tragedy that happened on Monday night where the whole, I felt like the whole world stopped to watch that game. Ended up, he, he, he did well. And now just the fallout. Like, I don't think it's insensitive to say like everybody had their fantasy championships. Like everyone had stuff on the game. Like the fallout from that. Now the fallout from the NFL. Now that Hamlin is good. I think it's kosher to talk about and to think about and here we are man it's what a world what a world that we're in he's got seven million dollars now he's gonna fully recover everybody's doing good like it's just everybody's happy it's 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 like it's it's such a positive situation to see everybody come together everyone everybody's good life is amazing and you know everyone's benefiting too which is it's just like it's just it's just funny how things work out no, it really is. And, I, and like you guys said, I mean, I don't know if there's much more for me to say because I think you guys both said so well. We're happy DeMar Hamlin's healthy and moving in the right direction. That's the most important thing. Second comes football and sports and entertainment. And that's what we're here to do and talk about for the next 40 minutes or whatever it is. So, you know, happy that he's okay. Happy that the Bills seem to be like they're ready to go and get back to playing football because... I don't think anyone should have to play football. It's crazy. There was the whole five minute warm up thing going around the NFL or the TV, ESPN. I mean, it's just up to the Bills. Like, like whatever the Bills want to do, like that's what we should everyone's yeah. down for. If the Bills don't want to play that game, then we're not playing that game. Cool. The Bills are yeah. hyped to play this game. Let's play this game. You know what I mean? Like I, it's I, them. Like like what? Like we try to all insert ourselves into situations. We try to make ourselves the most important part of every story. Like it's about the Bills. You know? Like you think you're traumatized sitting in my you know my room watching the game? No. You know what I mean? Like these, yeah. Like we're crying because we see Josh Allen crying. So whatever Josh Allen wants to do, like I mean, like then that's what we're gonna do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it started out a little funky for the NFL because whether it was them or someone else just said the five minute thing to them coming out and just saying like the game's not gonna be played. I think that's the right move. Like to your point too, like it's what the Bills want to do. The Bills don't want to play because they just saw what they just saw. Completely fine. We can't really figure it out moving forward. Completely fine. We may have to add an A seed in here. Completely <laughs> fine. The Jets may or may not get it. Completely fine. Yeah. Like it is what it is. None of this is important compared to Demar Hamlin. So I'm happy he's okay. Also happy there's a shot that we might make it in here if a couple things go our way. Yeah, and just to clarify, Demar Hamlin, we he's still progressing. He's not the recovery process is still going on. He was only able to write oh, the note yeah. today. He he's not speak. He didn't speak from what was reported. He only wrote a note asking if they won. So we're still waiting to see 
Well, you what can't the other speak with a breathing are. tube down your throat. You, they're they're weaning him off. From everything I've heard, I mean, everyone, everybody is now a doctor. But I'm from speaking to actual doctors. I mean, he's this is just routine at this point. The the fact that he's responsive and he, he, he knew progr- what's going on. I mean, the doctors are saying he's progressing. Great. The doctors yeah, yeah. are saying he's progressing. That's all you can that's hope it. for. That's all we yeah. know. That's yeah. all um, you can hope great. for. Yeah, that's all we know. So, just want to clarify that. But yeah, because of it. Now there's this little position of maybe an eighth seed, uh, coming around. But unfortunately with the eighth seed, that may or may not happen. Uh, we would need a quarterback in order to kind of make that thing possible. And we do not have one Mike White. Well, he's limited. He's limited. He went from a full practice to a limited practice, which is extremely concerning. Especially on the day that it's announced that an eight seed is possible, like even one percent chance, so just zero percent chance yesterday. I mean, talk about bad timing, guys. Coach Salah yesterday talking about how Zach Wilson needs to go to the beach and read a book, and then today is, is we have a chance of getting into the playoffs possibly, and then Mike White gets hurt again. I mean, <laughs> just horrible, horrible managing, honestly, uh, from the Jets' standpoint. I think Mike White's going to play regardless, but I think if he looks bad like he did last week, I think they're going to put Flacco in. And I think regardless, I think Strebler's going to actually play. It's going to be an interesting game. It's against Skylar Thompson slash Mike Glennon, so at the end of the day, I feel like it's only fair that we have a, you know that, that string of White, <laughs> Flacco, Strebler. Like, it's, 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 I think that's fair to match them. We, we beat the Dolphins. We scored 40 points with them, with Zach Wilson. Granted, it was Brees Hall and AVT, um, but Skylar Thompson's not going to do anything against us. Both teams stink right now, <laughs> but yeah, both teams have a chance at the playoffs. I can't believe it. Like, I'm not going to, obviously, I don't believe it for the Jets yet. I can't believe the Dolphins have a legit chance at the playoffs. So I'd like to play spoiler for them regardless. But I know Greg has some thoughts about the draft pick. <laughs> and I know that Greg has some thoughts about Flacco starting. What do you think is going to happen at quarterback here, man? Yeah, I mean, uh, we we always talked about it after we saw Flacco last. So we hope we never see him in a Jets uniform on a football field again. So, I mean, uh, I like Mike White. I like Streveler. I don't know what the point is of playing Joe Flacco. I don't think he gives you a chance to win the football game. <laughs> I don't think he's, like, uh, clearly better than Streveler. I think Streveler showed us a little boost, man. When he came in, the ball was moving down the field. <laughs> He was getting the guys going, didn't result in any points, but that's been the Jets' problem all season. It's not a him thing, it's a us thing. And dude, I would love to beat the Dolphins. I would love to be, to go three and three against our, you know, AFC opponents. I would love to beat the Dolphins twice. I would love to spoil their season and keep them out of the playoffs. I would love to end the season on a win because to your point, it has not been good for either of our teams the Dolphins or the Jets the last six, seven weeks or whatever it is. So there's a lot to play for. There's a lot to get excited for here. And hopefully Mike White looks better than he did against Seattle. I mean, Seattle was just a bad game. Hopefully it's not a trend, but the, you had so many just bad games, Greg. Yeah. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. So how many just bad games could one take in one season? <laughs> uh, apparently, hopefully I mean, you're not, Je- hopefully if you're a Jets fan, more. you could take, you could take on a lot. All right. <laughs> yeah. Look. What do you think, Alex? <clears throat> man, I just hope Mike White's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap that man up in Kevlar. 
Make sure, give that man the bionic arm if you need to, to go out there and perform. Give him some uh, metal ribs. Do whatever you need to do because we got to watch Flacco or Noodle Arm uh, Streveler. Well, what do you mean, come on? We saw those throws, man. <laughs> come on. What do you mean, come on? We saw those throws, man. No, no, he can't throw the football. But okay. you know, I mean, come on, you don't have to kick the four-string quarterback. What is that? I mean, he can't I mean, throw come football. Come on, man. It's like, we're not getting Chad Pennington out here with, like, accuracy accuracy <laughs> with 10, 10 to 15 yards. <laughs> we'll Listen, some likes, I, just give me my – just let Mike White be the starting quarterback. Please, for the love of God, I would like to just go 3-3 three and three in the division. <laughs> I don't want to see Joe Flacco – Go out there. Although it just if that's the case, just give me Zach Wilson, man. Just I'd rather Dude, watch he's on that. the beach reading a book. Just give me so give me some. You can't play him after there. the coach says that three days ago. You legitimately <laughs> can't. You cannot. That'd be a wild move by Salah. <laughs> you cannot do that, dude. It'd be a wild move. I, I get that. I'm not like I'm I'm asking for it. But <laughs> Make sure Mike White is out there to at least have a chance. Yeah. Can we have a chance? Because anything outside of Mike White, we don't really have a chance. Maybe Strebo gives you like a little bit of pop here and there, but if you have Flacco, just mix in Strebo, man. Just make sure he gets to do mix, the, mix the in Tyson Hill. Regardless. Make sure that we get to see like vintage 49ers with Harbaugh out there where they use Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith. <laughs> Let's get some of that type of action in there. You know what I mean? Like, Granted, not really the wheels like Alex Smith, <laughs> but can we just get some coveted quarterback play with like some gadgetry in there? Where's Brad Smith when you need him? You know, it's so funny. <laughs> I really mentioned that to my brother today on the phone. He goes, no way he's on the Jets. <laughs> so I was laughing. I was like, no, no, no. All right. um, speaking of the offense, Zonovan Knight starting, Ty Johnson getting second, and Michael Carter getting benched, man. <laughs> Do you think this offense is enough to pull together, regardless of the quarterback? Yeah, yeah I think so. I think okay. that's enough. I mean, Michael Carter, you could look at it two ways. You could see it's one Zonovan Knight's been playing well, right? He's able to run between the tackles better. Two, you might want to save Michael Carter for the offseason and not risk him getting injured, depending on how you're thinking about this final game of the season. So... Just give Bam Knight some more run. Let Ty Johnson get some action in there as well, whoever the quarterback is. So the Jets, depending on what happens with the AC, if they're eliminated, you're just going out there like, all right, we got to play this game, just wrap up the season. No no need to to injure anybody for something that's in the full grand scheme of things for this season, over with. That's how I look at it as. So I'm going to be honest with you. If the eight seeds off the table at this dream that Mike, uh, first of all, I'm going to be really pissed on Mike Florio. If, if there is no eight seed, because it's officially his fault that this is in my, my brain. <laughs> so it's official. I'm going to be a hater of Mike Florio from now on. If we don't get the eight seed. However, if it doesn't happen, as I don't, I don't think it should, if I'm being honest with you, but I want it. <laughs> and if, if we don't get it, I want to lose this game because here's the thing, man. I don't give a damn how it looks for our offensive staff. I don't give a damn how it looks to our head coach. I don't give a damn how it looks for our GM, to be honest with you. I don't care if we're going to lose season ticket holders because of it. The difference between a top 10 pick, like a number 10, and a number like 16 is crazy. It's crazy. 
especially in this year's draft. It's just going to take a stupid loss to the Dolphins if there's no eight seed. I need the loss, man. It would be the dumbest win. We don't have. A, it's not like the quarterback is getting reps. It's not like any of the running backs. Are getting, like nobody's playing for a starting job. I can't think of one person on either team that's legitimately playing for a starting job next season. I can't think of one. Yeah, maybe Whitehead to try to not get cut, but I think he's he's either a yes or I don't think this game's going to determine. Like I, I honestly, I don't know who's on like the line. Maybe John Franklin Myers. Like, I, I don't some know. D lining just because we have nine of them. It feels Sh- like yeah, like maybe Sheldon Rankins. He's going to be unrestricted. Like maybe like I don't know. I honestly don't know what else there there is to gain and learn from this game. So if there's no eight seed, if it's <laughs> as it should be, we better lose this game. If there's an eight seed, I, if there's an eight seed, we better win this game because if we have another chance, and to be clear, not only do the Jets have to win. The Cleveland Browns have to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Jacksonville Jaguars have to beat the Titans on Saturday night. So we'll know going into Sunday if this game matters at all, even if there is an eight seed, regardless of whether they're announced or not. So if the Titans win, guys, tank this game. Start Straveler. Flacco, see you later. Unless, you want to, unless you're want, inviting your family and they all want to watch you throw a couple more before you go home. You know what I mean? Like That's what I kind of want to see. Berrios, do your thing out there, bro. Like, have fun at it. I really wish we could just see someone else do a punt return or a kick return, but whatever. Like, that's the kind of game I'd want to see. Yeah, I mean, to your original question about the the weapons, Michael Carter kind of being benched, makes me a little concerned. Makes me a little concerned if he's injured or if he's just not playing well. And if he, if he's not playing well and he's not very good at football, makes me a little concerned about Joe Douglas <laughs> yeah. his drafting. Yeah, it does, makes man. Me, Makes me a little concerned. You start looking at the draft last year or two years ago. Starting to get a trend. Starting to get a trend of people that get cut, offensive linemen that get non-football injury medicals. Right. Like we're starting to rack up some bad quarterbacks. Starting to rack up here. Right. There's, there's quite a few players, not only just drafting, but in free agency. If you go back, this is Joe Douglas's third year, fourth year, whatever it is, where nothing's worse than his free agency, bro. Yeah. When you start looking back at it, you start scratching your head and be like, what's going on? I mean, in this draft class that I'm talking about, Zach Wilson, AVT, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, Sherwood, Carter, Pinnock, not a lot of people, Eccles, Marshall, Nazardine, like you're, literally not one is going to be on this team next year. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you know, AVT is the only one out of there. And he, of course, had a season ending injury. You start wondering what's going on in the front office a little bit, but everything seems like it's moving in the right direction every season. That's what's tough about the whole GM thing is that every season it's like, okay, we did good in the draft. Okay, we did good in free agency. And when you look back a season or two, it's like, did we? Did we do anything? Or are we just building? Are we just building? And each season or each season or teams getting better. So the guys that we thought were good two seasons ago aren't good anymore because we got better guys this year. One guy I want to shout out I saw tweet today, Quan Alexander. Talk about free agency not being so good. Talk about our linebacker position being suck, tuck, sucks. He's been good all season. He's been healthy all season. Maybe for the first time in his career. Literally. So shout and out. He to lost him. mad weight for the position. Yeah. And he's playing, he's playing well. He's hitting, he's hitting, he's playing well. He's, he's a ball hawk. He's trying to, he's trying to get some fumbles out there. So I know he's a little bit older. I know his career hasn't gone the way, you know, people thought early on the way it was going to go. Happy to have him on the team. Happy that he's out here absolutely kicking ass and, you know, taking names. 
hopefully he's one of the pieces in our linebacking core next season if he can keep this level of play up because it's needed. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. This, Maybe game, this, game, is this like, game is like, as of right now, it's like it could either mean something or it doesn't mean anything right. at all. It's just, to me right now, it's just, I have no, I have the season. It would be it, crazy just, if we come back from the dead. The season was such a roller coaster. It would be crazy to come back from the dead. You know, it'd be crazy. John, my other question is, do you want the people out there? If we, if there is an A seed and there's like a mathematical chance getting us in there and then we get eliminated again, are you ready for the That's Jets were Alex, eliminated twice in one season? Tell me about that roller coaster, Alex, and, and add that, add that in there. You want that roller coaster? Tell me. The ex, the expectations of, oh, we do the season preview. Oh, if we get seven wins, improvement from Zach Wilson. That's all we need to see this season. Well, we didn't have Zach Wilson to start because of the preseason. So then we go in there with none other than elite Joe Flacco, right? For three <laughs> games, we get to see elite Joe Flacco win one or two. And it's like, we're going nuts. We're like, get this man out of here. Not us. We're just like, all right, Flacco, what if Flacco is whatever. We're going to get Wilson back at some point. Wilson comes back, goes on a 5-1 winning spree. Then he decides to have, <clears throat> what was it? Five, was it 5-1? Five and two, right? You yeah, five, five and two. two. Five and two because it was the it was that Patriots game that really set everything uh that pick six, dude. That Michael Carter pick six at the end. It could have been seventeen three, bro. It could have been seventeen three Jets, could but the world would let me have it. Jets could have won. He could have lost to the Patriots the second time around. No one would have cared if he came out with that same because guess what? He already beat the Patriots once this year, but nope. Decided to have that terrible outing, not once, but twice. Say no, he doesn't take accountability. We get the Mike White season. He balls out Chicago. Oh, season's still on the line. Vikings, Bills destroy that. We get yeah. Wilson to come back. Plummets it even more because that kid is just brutally awful. You get Will, you get White back, and it's like you see that he's still slightly laboring those ribs. Isn't able to do everything, man. He played poorly too. Like uh, you can't sugarcoat it. And everyone didn't even show up, man. No one showed up for that game. No one showed up for that game. And now we have the chance to go back into. And th- so we're eliminated. Now we have the chance to go back into the playoffs. So now we have this chance to backdoor our way in. If I have to, wa- if I have to get my hopes up because there's going to be an A seed, and then we're out of it again. That would be the most Jets season <laughs> of Jets seasons I have ever witnessed. To only have my heart broken not once, but twice by this team? I don't know if I can handle that, man. Literally so, don't know if I can handle that. So the latest news is on Friday, the owners are going to be getting together on a video conference. And they're not sure if it's going to be a be from one majority or a 24 vote supermajority. And they're going to decide whether or not or what to do with the seating. <laughs> I'm Good. so hyped right now, guys. It's actually I would alive. pay so much to be on an all NFL owners <laughs> Zoom conference just to see them all struggle and try just to go watch South Park. Yeah. Someone get the South Park clip. Dude, this yeah. is more money for them. This is two more playoff games in their revenue. One yeah. that they would never get be able to get approved otherwise. True. Someone give me that South Park clip where you have all the other NFL owners on that video cam. This is essentially what it is. You know what's yeah. so crazy? They have to not only approve it themselves, which is the first step, but then they have to then 
propose it to the players. players association and then the players association has to like amend their collective bargaining agreements to like allow for this one game based on like COVID emergency rules. I mean, this is nerd heaven and it could end up with the jets making the damn playoffs in the most jetsian way. Dude, I told my dad, I was like, we're, uh, he was like watching the man city game and he's been, uh, mocking me a little bit. Cause I've been like, you know, casually like, Oh, you think I'm going to go to Kansas City or Buffalo for week one? Like, just like, I've been always like joking around for the wild card. Like, you know, where do you think I'm going? Who do you think I get the first seed? So I can book the hotel. Like, that's what I keep like joking around about. And so he, as soon as the Jets lost and were playing terribly on Sunday, just kept asking like, John, I have news for you. You're not going to Kansas City or Buffalo or Arizona, right? Which is Super Bowl. Like, just like to, to make sure. But today during the Man City game, went down, uh, started talking to him. I was like, yo, dad, guess what? Hamlin's doing great. So that means the Buffalo's going to play. Week 18's going to be good to go. But now they have to figure out seeding. One of the choices, adding an 18. He started dying laughing. He's like, I can't believe the Jets going to make the playoffs. He didn't know anything else. Uh, it's, it's possible, yo. Listen, I, I'm injecting myself with hopium. I'm drinking hopium. I'm going to, I'm, I am going to. Shower and hopium. If there's an eight seed available, I'm I'm gonna do Vol Nation till I die Saturday night. Oh <laughs> my god! I'm gonna I'm tell gonna you be, this. I'm gonna be the number. I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear blonde wig. I'm gonna wear blonde wig. If if if, if, if there's an eight seed, I unfortunately have to go with the pessimistic route <laughs> right now until I'm proven otherwise. In a must-win game, no Don't one got up for it. No one got up for it. I know. It was embarrassing tape. That's why I think they're going to do good. We've always, every, after embarrassing tape, we've done well after. And if this is a game where we beat McDaniel and then he joins our offensive staff after, that would oh. be the most hilarious end to a like villain story ever. Alex, are you up for Mike McDaniel being the OC next year? Is this because Michael Forrest said that uh, Zach Wilson probably deserved to be on a bench his first his first year. <laughs> I was just no. John. John wants Mike McDaniel as an OC, and I think I think it's absolutely crazy. Why? He, why would he even give up a head coaching gig? <laughs> he's not well, going to give gonna it up fired. by choice, my man. Yeah, he's going to get fired. <laughs> that's, that's, a rumor, that's a rumor on the street today. Is that he's going to get fired? Why is he being rumored to be fired after one year being the Dolphins' head coach? Because he lost six straight games. <laughs> he hasn't they won. Fi- they, they, figured him, one? they figured him out in six weeks, and then now he can't win a football game. <laughs> yeah. Year one. This is, yeah, this, this is, now we're getting to real crazy. How long is that contract that he signed? I don't know. Probably a three year deal. I have no idea what his deal is. One more. I think one more year. I, <clears throat> we've had, we've had all these conversations for coaches before, especially as Jets fans after one season. If the Dolphins fire a head coach after one year, I don't want to hear any conversation about a Jets being you got a four year. You got a four year. Yeah. If he gets fired after one year, I do not want to hear anyone talk about the New York Jets being a dumpster franchise at all. Okay. Because if they fire a coach after one year, not giving him the chance to grow, give me a break. Yeah. Maybe they want Sean Payton, bro. Sean Payton, Tom Brady, get the team together. <laughs> all get right. the gang what, all together. What's your what, score? Hold what's on. Your... Before, before, we, before we keep going along, what do we all think about 
LaFour's comments on Wilson probably benefiting sitting his rookie season. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. He should have be. Uh, we shouldn't have drafted him. Let's start there. Want to go back exactly. even farther, Mike Lafleur? Like I don't know what to tell you. We shouldn't yeah, have drafted him. Did you say we should not have drafted him? Of course not. Yeah. Okay. Thank not. God. Yeah, we shouldn't have drafted. Like, how far do you want to go back? How much hindsight do you want to pour into this? Like, yeah, he should have sat behind it. a veteran. Get this yeah. kid off my team. <laughs> yeah, he should have sat behind a veteran. What veteran he's referring to? I have no idea. <laughs> that, that's that's a better. Well, he should have <laughs> sat behind Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what he's referring to there, but yeah, he should, he should have sat behind a veteran. He should have played better. We shouldn't have drafted him. We should stop drafting people out of small schools and small conferences. We should stop drafting quarterbacks in the first round. I mean, what, what more do you want to do? Whoa. Listen, I'm with you. You know how I feel about Ohio State quarterbacks, but honestly, if we're at 10 and CJ Stroud is there, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Ohio State. Yeah, I know. CJ Stroud, if I'm, nope. what else are we going to do? The tides have turned. I'm just saying, you know, a good player. If he makes it to 10 and we're sitting there at 10 and we can't trade for Aaron Rodgers, oh. I'm, or Lamar Jackson, I'm drafting CJ Stroud. What else so am then, I going to do? So then what, let me ask you this question then. So if you draft, if you draft him. Yeah. Who's your starting quarterback for next season? Cause I, you can't. I think if you're the if you're I mean, you the just have Jets a bunch head of nonsense. coach, you could have a bunch of you could you could have Zach Wilson, you could have CJ Shroud, and you could sign Mike White, and you'll have like who's your starting quarterback for the for that season? You just have them all, all 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 three of them fight fight each other out to the death in practice. Good grief! That'd be disgusting if that was the case. I would want to start Mike White. Zach Wilson yeah. back up and CJ just not active. <laughs> but even then, that's just so gross. There's so much. Your your young quarterback and CJ Stroud just learning terrible, terrible yeah. things. If you if from Zach Sp- Wilson and Mike White, no way. If you're drafting CJ Strauss and you just watch Zach Wilson, now granted, CJ Strauss went to Ohio State, Ohio State Big yeah. Ten. They run pro style offenses. Not really. But he he he's he's he actually throws for the first time ever for Ohio State, this quarterback, his main concern was he can't run. Which is never the problem. The problem yeah. is all they do is run and they can't throw. And he can throw. And, and in that last game versus a very, versus a very good defense, he showed that he could run, which is really good. He also had the best wide receiver in, I would get, say arguably college football history in Marvin Harrison Jr. So, I mean, he's, he's putting up insane numbers as a sophomore. So maybe that's something to do with it as usual. You know, like, You'd be, you're saying you're saying for Ohio State that all they do is run the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks. I feel like that run, changed right? once Urban Meyer left. Um, in my opinion, Fields uh, ran a ton. Yeah, yeah, he ran a ton. But I like if you Fields still running. Shout out to shout out to JT. Shout out to JT who runs uh, the QB school the QB school YouTube channel, which is very very well done, breaking down film of all college quarterbacks, even NFL quarterbacks. You show you talked about how. Fields is able to throw the ball. Talked about him running a pro style offense. So I think when I say Ohio State runs like a pro style offense, I'm saying it's the closest thing. I, I think it's like the closest thing that you got for like someone who's going to be NFL ready day one. I unlike, agree. Unlike BYU, which is like, well, Zach wasn't even throwing out route for, for what we saw in BYU. No, that's, that's you know what I mean? Like, and if he did, it was like, very few and far between of 
all these like go routes, flags, posts, uh, man's just throwing bombs. Ridiculous, man. I'm still angry about that. John, John and I were, John and I were like, keep Sam Darnold. Don't do this. Man, then, we, then we had then we had to drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> I miss Sam so much. That's whatever. He's a free agent. Bring him in there. Four way. So, but 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 but, but <laughs> all I'm asking is like if you do that, if you bring in CJ, and then you 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 got to get some sort of veteran or what Mike White go because I don't we don't need the whole. I think if you're the yeah. if you're this coaching staff, there's no way you could be like, well, you know, we probably should have sat him too because he's not ready as a rookie. <laughs> Tannehill is available. You could take Tannehill in there. He fits. But then my question is this is like, if you're bringing in Tannehill, why wouldn't you, why would you spend a 10th overall pick on a quarterback? Because that means you're still having a chance to develop him. But I don't want to develop. I want to win. I want to win now. We have a team that can win. You could still win now. You could still win now and still have that. Because if you think, if you believe in the talent, be there, you can still. Tannehill's top 10 according to you just last year. Yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. I don't want, I got Tannehill. Let's ride with Tannehill. I'd rather just draft an offensive lineman that can start day one and block for Tannehill than draft a quarterback that's just going to sit on our bench for a year. Let's, let, let's go. If we're top 10, give me, give me any offensive player on oh, the Georgia offensive line. Give me any offensive player on the TCU line. Give me any offensive player on Ohio State's offensive line. Defensive lines too for Georgia and Ohio State. Those guys were maniacs in the Why don't you take final. a linebacker then? Uh, yeah, if we if we need if we need a, a good linebacker that can if play we need a giant, good linebacker that that can start that, like there's not there's oh. not a ton of linebackers that can like start week one. I mean, I think there was two this year in the draft, and again, top ten linebackers. I don't know if there's really such a thing as a top ten linebacker. Besides, we had one this year, Devin Lloyd. I don't know if those come around every every draft. So, um. You know, it's just it's just who's available. But to me, it's just give, give me someone to either go after the quarterback or protect the quarterback. Sign a veteran. Don't get CJ Stroud. I don't care about developing for three years down the line. I'm trying to win right now. We have a good team. Robert Sala's on the hot seat. Michael Flores on the hot seat. Joe Douglas is on the hot seat. Everyone's on the hot seat. We have to win the next season. So, and again, if we get, if we beat Miami, we split against division. We go two and zero against a divisional opponent. We knock them out of the playoffs. We end the season on a right foot. And we're moving in the right direction. We got eight wins on the season. We're an eight and eight, eight and nineteen, whatever it is now with eighteen weeks or whatever it is. And we're moving in the right direction. Again, if you look back at our preseason stuff, yes, we missed the playoffs, but we we figured out who Zach Wilson is. We improved on the season. We got some divisional wins. Guy. We played <laughs> meaningful games. Yeah, we played meaningful games in December. Next season, I can already tell you my first goal for next season. Win meaningful games in December. So we couldn't do that this year. So this year we yeah, played. Yeah, just say playoffs, Greg. That's all you yeah. want. You want the playoffs yeah. next year. That's what this you This really year want. we played meaningful say games your in chest, December. Greg. I want to win meaningful games in just December. Just say with your chest, Greg. You want the playoffs next season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's the logical that's, next step. We're getting playoffs we, this we season. That baby. Eight seed. We're winning this game. I love 22 it. to 17. Uh, we didn't really talk about the defense. I like twenty two seventeen. We didn't talk about the defense at all, John. Are is there anything to game plan for here against Skylar Thompson, or is it just lock it down, shut it down? Our defense did not show up last week. They're going to come out to play this week and lock this Miami team down. I mean, Armstead's out, so they're going to blitz him. Do exact watch everything you did last week and do the exact opposite. Tackle, like stay with your guys. Don't look like bums. 
try I'll to do- bounce try to bounce Tyreek Hill uh Hill's helmet off the ground if we can again like we did in week four or five, wherever that was. Don't do twenty five yard punts. Catch the ball when the when it's punted to you. It's about it. Hey, you know what happens after a bad week? Uh for Quincy, he makes a tackle. Quincy, so. Quincy comes back and looks like a all pro uh, linebacker. I mean, this is, this is a perfect game for him. It's a contract year for him. Everyone's going to remember the amazing last game he had versus Miami. You know, this, I mean, this is like typical Jets territory, right? Where it's either like, oh, you got to play for the coach, show that you got some heart in you. So I expect him to win too. I expect it to be a ugly game. I expect a like 20 to like 14. That's what I got going. What do you got? Wow. I mean, Alex kind of took the the wind out of my sails a little bit. I like nineteen thirteen. I think I'm a point lower on both sides. <laughs> but I think Alex and I can't be more on the same page as he did. I was like, all right, yeah, touchdown for the Jets, touch two touchdowns, you know, a couple field goals for both teams. Give me nineteen thirteen. So uh yeah, I think it's gonna be a field goal fest. Greg the leg has been good for us this season. Brandon Man, on the other hand, not so much. So I think it's going to be a lot of field goals. I think it's going to be kind of cards close to your chest. Not anything too crazy with these quarterbacks. Cards close to your chest. How close can the chest can it be? It's McDaniels versus Robert Sala and Michael Four. That's what I'm saying. They kind of know each other. They've been around the block a little bit. You know, you're, 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 you're on your defense a little bit. Your hands up. Your cards are up. You're not, you're not laying it all out there. Right off the bat. No hiding. They all know their tall tale signs. Come on, man. Oh, no. They've been cooking up stuff. Don't you worry. Robert Sala's been cooking up motivational speeches and defensive tactics. Mike McDaniel. I hope after last week's performance, there better be (laughs) something. Mike McDaniel comes up with a new offensive play every hour. It seems like he brags about so. Oh man! Well, fire up that Tory Taylor punter jersey, baby. Well, oh, by the way, the Jets have to win now because Greg chose them to win. So, because Greg was right the last two games. Listen, for, unfortunately, sadly, unfortunately, yeah. If there's an eight seed, we better win. If there's no eight seed, we better freaking lose. We better lose. And Get if that if, draft positioning, baby. If Tennessee wins on Saturday night, we be, we better lose. Top 10 pick would be nice. Insane. That would be insane. 10th pick? Dude, Aaron Rodgers, With are you seven at? seven wins? I would call, I would not stop. I would call, I'm at LaFleur every Monday. It's going to be the hell call for you now. It's going to be a hell call for you. Bro, like that first pick? Oh, do you like this draft? Oh, you give her the 10th pick. <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that note, thank you all for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. You all know what to do. Please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. We're also partnering with Minute Media and FanSize. So you can find this podcast on the Jet Press and the Daily Knicks. We also got that YouTube page. Nick's coming. Jets coming. ETC Pier. No one writes out, etc. That shit's wild. Find the page. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. When you watch a video, hit the like button. Leave a comment. Add to the conversation. Do you think the Jets are going to win this week? Let us know in the comments. Do you think this front office, this coaching staff is on the hot seat? Do you think we should take CJ at 10 if he's there? Or do you think we should go with Greg's idea and take a offensive or defensive lineman? Look Who do you think will be next season's quarterback? Look how good I'm feeling right now, Ricey. 
Feeling good. Give me that eight seed. Take a CJ Stroud. Take an eight seed. Vibes are good. It's like 60 degrees out. Greg is January. disgusted. Greg is just disgusted with you right now. No quarterback, please, God. <laughs> While you're also over at the YouTube page, we got another podcast. Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, and our guy and coach, Jim Murphy. These guys go through every single sport possible. NFL, these over. guys got you covered right over, now. Over, Alex. So we only have playoffs left. It hurts. We did our last slate. Week 18 of the season. What? We might have we might have eight eight seeds in both conferences, so we might have a full slate, honestly. <laughs> next so we'll see. Make sure to go check them out. If you love sports gambling and putting money down the line, these guys got you covered. They're also part of what Minute Media. And last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you everyone for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Nick Shets, etc. podcast. We out. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets.